This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thank you for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Our investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. Farmers to review their safety practices while working in and around grain bins. It takes just four seconds for a full-grown adult to sink to their knees in flowing grain and 20 seconds to be completely buried. Suffocation from engulfment is the leading cause of death in grain bins. If your company is looking to hire, the Decatur Conference Center is holding a spring job fair and spots are available for employers. The job fair will be March 14th from 9 to 3 at the Decatur Conference Center and Hotel. Cost for registration is $20 per booth and includes table, chairs, and linens, so job seekers can fill out applications and do interviews on the spot. Go to NowDecatur.com for more info. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. He didn't start the war in Ukraine. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what Russia's leader claims in a long speech today, just ahead of the one-year anniversary of his military invading Ukraine. Responsibility for fomenting the Ukrainian conflict, for its escalation, and for the increasing number of victims lies entirely with Western elites. President Putin also announced this today. Russia is suspending its participation in the New START nuclear weapons treaty that reduces the number of nuclear missile launchers. He also said that Russia must stand ready to resume nuclear missile testing if the United States does so as well. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. President Biden is about to meet this hour with Poland's president who wants more U.S. troops stationed near Russia's border. This is the day after the Biden trip to Ukraine where he said Putin's failing. We're expecting a speech by President Biden designed to resonate with U.S. allies and further rally support behind Ukraine. The president will emphasize that Ukraine is standing strong when Russia thought it would count and that the West is united when Russia believed it would divide. Fox's Jonathan Savage, the mayor of East Palestine, Ohio, not happy with the president's trip. Trent Conneray tells Fox. He was in the Ukraine giving millions of dollars away to people over there, not to us, and I'm furious. More than two weeks after the train derailment in the mayor's town that spewed toxic chemicals and smoke, the head of the EPA will go there again today, and a new medical center will open in East Palestine for residents complaining of feeling sick amid all the contamination. An explosion at a metals plant near Cleveland, Ohio, has left one person dead, 13 injured. Oakwood Village Fire Captain Brian Narocco says... You're dealing with, with molten hot metal, so there's always an inherent danger. Debris from the blast scattered hundreds of yards around the damaged plant. It's up to eight people dead in Turkey and Syria from yesterday's earthquake that added to the misery and devastation from the earlier, more powerful quake over two weeks ago that killed 46,000 people. America's listening to Fox News. I've told you about my lower back pain and how kneeling in church on Sunday was becoming nearly unbearable. Sebastian Gorka here. I've also told you about how Relief Factor has helped almost eliminate my pain. Now, let me tell you what Robert in California says about his experience with Relief Factor. Robert writes, I didn't think Relief Factor was working until I ran out mid-month. After about three days, the pain was back to where it started. It was a great test for me to see how much Relief Factor really works. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing and living the life you love. Your first step to becoming pain-free from aches and pains from daily living could be just to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. He's not running for president, at least not yet, but there is a lot of talk. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis might enter the Republican race, and on President's Day, he went to three states. We don't put up with woke ideology. We do not surrender to the woke mob. My state is where woke goes to die. That was in Pennsylvania. DeSantis also spoke to law enforcement groups to support police near Chicago, Illinois, and in Staten Island, New York, which the governor called Florida North. New York City Mayor Eric Adams, a former police officer, offered DeSantis a sarcastic welcome on Twitter. Welcome to NYC, Governor Ron DeSantis, a place where we don't ban books, discriminate against our LGBTQ plus neighbors use asylum seekers as props or let the government stand between a woman and health care. 
That's Fox's Mike Emanuel. An arrest in California two days after Bishop was murdered. David O'Connell's housekeeper's husband taken into custody. He'd done work at the Bishop's home. Two days after a shooting during a parade in New Orleans that left one person dead and four injured, the Mardi Gras festivities continue toward the finale. This year's Mardi Gras in New Orleans has looked more like pre-pandemic years, with no more COVID restrictions and parades in full swing for the second year in a row. And for the first time in recent memory, a Latin American man is serving as Rex, King of Carnival. Tulane professor Ludovico Fioli is a native of Costa Rica, but has lived in New Orleans since 2000. I've uh, come to understand uh, the the wonderful good fortune that being able to congregate uh, with the community uh, represents. Today is Fat Tuesday, marking the close of carnival season. Tomorrow is Ash Wednesday, which marks the start of Christian Lent. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could drop coming off the long holiday weekend. Dow futures are down more than 200 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Need some motivation to pick up those running shoes or get the bike tuned up? Just listen in to Ride and Run each Tuesday morning on Buyers and Company. Kyle and Cole will talk about how runners and cyclists are continuing their training, encouraging others, and sharing photos of their journey. Come in and shop at 1088 and 1090 Westwood or shop online at FleetFeetDecaturIL.com or SpinCity.co and listen in each Tuesday at 640 or via podcast at NowDecatur.com. Good morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, sunny with a high near 46. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, increasing clouds, low of 39. For Wednesday, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 64. And Thursday, sunny and windy, with temperatures falling to around 43 by 5 p.m. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Buyers and Company. We've got Ride and Run this hour, an exclusive interview with Dr. Rochelle Clark, District 61 Superintendent, a lot of news to cover there, plus Mark Tupper, Natalie Beck, Dave Went from Foresight. The company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com.
morning and welcome. How was your evening? I hope good. Uh, a little uh, chilly out there this morning, but it looks like we're bouncing back. That weather that's going to crush, like, uh, I don't know, massive amount of states. Looks like it's just going to be rain for us, right? We'll take that. Oh, my goodness, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the poor uh, Northeast. <laughs> I mean, I know they always have a tough winter. You, know, you imagine someplace like Buffalo where people are very hardy. But this year has just been like one slam after another, after another, after another. We should feel fortunate. Uh, all right. Uh, what do we need to get to today? A lot. I feel like the time will be inadequate as compared to the stories that we need to tell uh, today uh, over the next three hours. Uh, Dr. Rochelle Clark uh, will be with us at the top of the hour about 50 minutes from now to talk about, well, uh, hopefully a wide-ranging things, but this memo, this robocall, this uh, pre-announcement, um, uh, losing leadership in buildings uh, at a clip that is just not going to be healthy for the district. Uh, I'm supposed to be principal for a day at Eisenhower High School, like on February 28th. Is that right? I think that's what you said. So a week from today. Uh, is that, it's, it's either Monday or Tuesday. I, I want to say. You told me Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep. Uh, I might get interviewed for the job. You might get called in early. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's amazing to me and very personal because in the last month uh, or so, uh, uh, the two principles that we had for all 12 years of our, uh, public school, uh, experience at District 61 have now both left the district. That is very interesting, coincidental, and, and probably several kids with the same path, I'm sure, families. Well, sure. Yeah. If, if you went to Johns Hill, mm-hmm. uh, where you, based on where you lived, mm-hmm. and you went to Eisenhower based on where you lived, yes. Uh, and we'll talk about that, uh, a little bit later in the, uh, the program. We'll also check in with Dale Coley and, uh, Natalie's bringing some folks in from some of the other social service agencies today. Dave Went will give us an update on, uh, Forsyth a little bit later in the uh, program. Uh, you, you know, and the crazy thing is they're accepting other jobs in education. They're not getting out of doing what they do. They're just choosing it to, choosing to do it somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there's a few things in, in play. I'm certain, you know, maybe, uh, you know, it, it is a buyer's market for people looking for sure. jobs. So, I mean, there uh, is almost that across the board. Yeah. You know, there, there is that opportunity, but also sometimes it could be, you know, Hey, I don't like it here anymore and I could make the same or better money somewhere else. Well, it, it, you know, uh, as I said, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it with the superintendent here, uh, in a little less than uh, an hour. And that'll be that. We'll uh, we'll see what uh, there is to say. Uh, you know, it was interesting uh, last night. Uh, I, I I understand on Sport Talk. I got an email from Scott. Are, are they having Chip Carey on the show Thursday? Oh, I don't know. That would be awesome. I like Chip Carey. I've met him a couple times. Is he the new Cardinals TV yes. play-by-play guy? Yep, long now, now time guy the, for the Braves. Is he the play-by-play? Oh, I don't know the Cardinals setup well enough. On TV, I don't at all. Yeah, I don't know. Radio, I can tell you inside and out exactly how they do it. It's a fascinating sort of rotation right. of all of that. Uh, but he is joining the, the Cardinal TV team, and Scott said uh, that he is scheduled to appear on Sport Talk Thursday night. Nice. Uh, that'll be great. So that whole Carey family, you know, Harry mm-hmm. Carey started with the Cardinals, right? Yep, and Before then to Skip, was, and then to Chip. Uh, but but then where did Harry Carey go? Did he go to the White Sox and then the Cubs? Yes. Was that the, mm-hmm. the, the rotation? Yep. And then became known for the Cubs. I mean, that was, when, you, when people look back, they're not going to remember the others. I mean, it will be the Cubs. Yeah, his little face icon is all over Wrigley still. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, he was iconic for the Cubs. WGN through the through the eighties, and you know, probably a little before, a little after. I love listening to Harry. Uh, was it the eighties? I, I wonder when he did arrive. That's an interesting question because we have like fuzzy memories of like our childhood, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was I was a kid. I was born in the last in October of seventy nine. So I grew up with him. It have to be the eighties, early nineties. It have to be. And it's, he was there, I think, for still for Sammy Sosa, which was, you know, uh, barely into the 2000s, the, the Sosa and McGuire stuff. 
if I had a, if you had to guess, uh, when he died, what year would you say? Oh, wow. Uh, just anecdotally, maybe like 2005? 98. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. 19, uh, <clears throat> hang on a second. 1981, uh, at, was when he joined the, uh, the Chicago Cubs. Huh. And he had a stroke uh, in the late 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he always just sort of felt he was one of like those hard-living dudes. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, like, you pull up his wiki page, and, you know, it's a picture of him and President Reagan, you know, in 1988 at a game at Wrigley. You know, <laughs> Reagan's got the suit on. Harry's got that crazy look, you know, and the whole thing. Anyway, oh, yeah. so where where does uh, Chip, where, where is he in the family tree? Grandson. Grandson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because his dad was Skip. It was the son of yeah. Harry. Yeah. He brings perf- you. We we've talked about that lineage of the all-time greats, you know. And he's he's the in-between age, a guy that whose voice you'll be totally comfortable with. Okay. Knows his sport. This is a this is a A-level hire, I think. Okay. Yeah. You, this will be good for Cardinals fans to watch the games on TV. Okay. Uh, I didn't know. In 1968, he was nearly killed after being hit by an automobile while crossing a street in St. Louis. Uh, two broken legs and, uh, uh, recuperated in time to return to the booth. Uh, but Gussie Bush, the president, spent, uh, lavishly to ensure that he recovered, flying on company planes oh, yeah. to places. And yeah, he, he had a life. This uh, is Harry still, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I don't think, uh, uh, Chip's done enough to have. <laughs> Not all that back then, anyway. No. <laughs> anyway, so that's coming up Thursday. I wanted to give them a, a little tease. Uh, we have cool. a whole bunch to get to here today. Including, um, you know, if you watch this full swing, we told you about the Genesis over the weekend. There's evidently, uh, in Dubai, which was the tournament two weeks ago, this has nothing to do with the game of golf. It's got everything to do with the people who are in and around it. This Patrick Reed and, and Rory McElroy, uh, feud, which I, I mean, I'd heard about, but I didn't know any of the insides uh, about this. Evidently in Dubai, Patrick Reed went up to Rory McElroy on the tee, wanted to shake hands and talk and, and, Roy blew him off, right? And then uh, Patrick Reed uh, flicked a tee at him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this mm-hmm. is what you've heard, right? Yeah. Um, now, the flicking of the tee wasn't anything but, you know, literally um, the tee had to live right tours on it stuff yeah. on it mm-hmm. but do you know why and, and this is what i didn't know why rory mcelroy was blowing him off no patrick reed is suing everyone he's suing television networks he's suing you know because of the suggestion of playing for blood money he's probably i just said it lawsuit coming my way he's suing everyone and he served his lawyers served Roy McElroy papers at his family home on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah, wait, you talked about this. I did not. Are you sure? Positive. You're my source of golf news. I knew that one. Okay, but maybe you, maybe you heard it somewhere else familiar. <laughs> That's crazy. Because I, I didn't know. I <laughs> oh, didn't really? know what okay. the tiff was. I mean, I assumed it was around the tour thing. But, but I mean, why do people do things like that? I mean, you can, all of these lawsuits are going to be thrown out. I mean, they're all frivolous. But to serve somebody at their home on Christmas Eve while they're celebrating with their family seems to even for lawyers be like, you yeah. know, a beneath the dignity of the profession. That's right. And, and now, now it's coming back to me a little bit more. I remember, um, uh, who, who was it who flipped the tea? It was Patrick, Patrick Reed. He even said, you know, why not do it? He's going to pick it up. It's going to make the news. You guys are going to talk about it anyway. It's harmless. It's fun. And, and he, and he professes that that's a little marketing move instead, yeah, of, instead he, of being antagonistic. No, he was just being a, a D bag. It could have been any le- it, it Whatever he had in his hand is what was going over there. I remember uh, in the Eagles documentary, you, you know, there was a lot of lawsuits between the Eagles and David Geffen and the record company. And Don Henley, uh, who was described as what was the word that was used to describe him? A malcontent. But. He was seething mad all these years later because his wife has like ALS or some very debilitating disease and they made her fly to New York to testify when she had nothing. I mean, all it was was just a we're going to punch you inconvenience and pageantry of it. 
uh, no, I mean, I guess I think of pageantry in a different way. This is the exact opposite of pageantry. Let's make you go through a horribly painful thing so that we can just, we can just do this to you because we can. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with anything. Gross. Gross behavior. Really. And, and I think that people sometimes think that they're getting even or they're being like, like, oh, I really scored with that one. When all you're really doing is making lifelong enemies. That's right. People take that stuff personally. Right. Right. You know, I, I was reading this morning about another suit that kind of goes along those lines with, uh, Brett Favre and all the stuff that he allegedly oh, did. Oh, he's suing Pat McAfee. Yeah, coming <laughs> Pat McAfee for just mentioning it. I mean, literally, there was more stories about that. I mean, are you suing everyone? <laughs> right. I mean, I understand you're embarrassed that you got caught with your hand in the taxpayer cookie jar. Yeah. And you should be. But really? So we need more lawsuits. Let's think about this last night. Um... And I was listening to uh, Fox Sports, uh, was FS1 on the way in, and they were talking about the whole tampon thing with Tiger and, and uh, you know, and I was having this conversation last night. You know, the difference between today and 1984, and, and we've improved as people, you know, we've learned from things, but, but the very difference between even your time in high school, my time in high school, people that were in high school 50 years ago, this stuff happened, but it wasn't filmed by 12 people and then shared onto social media to be able to be taken out of context and spread. I, I mean, everything has been amplified right to a false degree mm-hmm. I, I mean because like, like that the amplification itself means to people that it's more important which is a false illusion right I, I mean it is what it is no matter how amplified it gets mm-hmm. I mean it's the same thing and yet that's what we do with everything in society. The closer the mics get, the, the more insight you have, the more uh, accessibility you have. More oh, connected we've got we are. This, and, and now everybody's connected. That what was a private joke between two people in a public venue, I mean, I'll grant you, then becomes this national or global story when 25 years ago we wouldn't have had access to that. Right. So how do you... How do you line it all up today? And, and how do you really gauge it? I mean, I think it's a fair question that we should have about life in general. And I'm not talking about people doing heinous things. I'm talking about a private joke between two grown men. Maybe it was tacky, whatever. But, I mean, you wouldn't have had access to that even 15 years ago. And you certainly wouldn't have had the chance to then amplify it by millions of other people who are waiting to be offended and be able to share through the whole waiting to be offended network and blow it into a thing that 15 years ago never would have happened. Because the reporter, if they even heard it, probably wouldn't write about it. Yeah. And and there's this sliding scale, not slippery slope, but sliding scale of heinous things down to private jokes to, you know, and, and just because it went under the... An undercover doesn't mean it wasn't bad to begin with. But, Not but, to say but, but if the joke is on the guy and the guy's not offended by the joke, I mean, isn't it? If it's between two people, it's not with the rest of the world. It's not aimed at anybody else. If the joke, if I'm, uh, if I'm just out there doing what jocks have done forever, busting, you know what, with you, and you're not offended, why is anyone else? That's a he didn't do it at a press conference. Right. That's a good point. I mean, it is certainly worth discussion. You're right because the the party that it was aimed at, what the context of what it was doing, it it went without any sort of response. It was it was a nothing burger there. Right. Um. In, in the grand scheme of things, but g- given that that context is not the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, there's plenty of people that might have felt slighted by that, or hey, you're using us as derogatory or uh, something. You, you know what? It. it if you think there is not still sexist overtures in professional sports, you've never been on the sideline of an I NFL football game. I don't think anybody game. would think that. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, according yeah. to Twitter, there's a lot of people that think that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how you could think that. There's a lot of pretty nasty things still in sports. Yeah, 
But, but the point is, we take everything now, whether it was meant for public consumption or not, and we amplify it to a degree where everyone's got all of this stuff. And I think that's as simple as a high school fight. It's the same exact way. And then I wonder, what do you do? Do you take the phones away? Can't take the phones away. What if there's an emergency? You know, we've seen enough of the tragic sort of school shooting things where you don't want kids, you know, without an ability to be able to communicate. And that's just the way the world works. But we've never really reconciled all of it. Yeah, it's a hard to put thing. it into context. That, that's exactly right. And and that's sort of what I was saying. Not not to the not to the magnitude that every little off color joke or remark should be under scrutiny. But but it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, we're we're but, connected but we're gonna, that way. We're gonna have to get past that. I mean, we're gonna have to evolve into the next phase of. Well, if it wasn't directed at me and it wasn't aimed at me and it was a private conversation between people and they weren't offended, they're not trying to talk about bringing back Nazis. I mean, you know, it, it let it go. And I think that's maybe what's sort of happening. It just goes through that loud. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like guess. Tiger's still going to golf when next time he wants to golf. I mean, I look at this Don Lemon thing mm-hmm. and I mean, you could find this. I mean, this could be any conversation about anything mm-hmm. right now. Politics, media, sports figures, high schools, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, how many, you know, college kids have lost their scholarship because they were singing along to a rap song that had a word in it they weren't supposed to use. They weren't trying to. I mean, I don't, they weren't making any statements on whatever. They're just stupid kids. Yeah. I worry about how many kids get like, you know, we do this now with the draft, right? We go back and we go, well, when he was 14 years old, he tweeted this. Yeah. There's a story today that um, former Illini basketball player Myers, Myers, Myers Leonard went to the NBA, made anti-Semitic uh, comments. He said he didn't know what he was saying, really. Uh, he's getting a chance to come back to Milwaukee, but he went and learned about it. You it know, right. And, and so people can still make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think the Tiger thing was a mistake. I think it was a joke between two grown men in private in a public. I mean, it wasn't on the tee box. It wasn't at the press conference. You know, they're walking between the ropes, mm-hmm. you know, and you now with full swing, you get that kind right. of access and we want that kind of access. But I don't want it just to be able to tear people down over something that no one was offended by at the time. Yeah. I don't know. And I just wonder how much of that makes something like running a public school district impossible. Yeah, it's tough. Because every single thing gets amplified beyond belief. Now, clearly, it's more than just that because these two principals have been around through this social media. You know, I mean, you know, they've been around through all of this and they have chosen to go elsewhere. Now, I got my own thoughts about that. It's not about the superintendent, but uh, there's certainly at least one individual that's caused a lot of consternation among administrators, teachers alike. So it'll be an interesting show to have. But I also wanted, like, you, you got to factor that stuff in. I, yeah. I mean, it's just not the same. The very same thing that might have happened right in front of me in a hallway at Eisenhower High School in 1984 is not, even though it's the exact same thing mm-hmm. in 2023, the end result and the amplification of it because of social media and everybody filming everything makes it an entirely different thing. Yeah, sure. I mean, that part of it is absolutely accurate. It is different because of the ability of the reach now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then everybody being able to weigh in and everybody be able to, can add on, whether it's factual or not, or whether they were there or the not. Case and and that then it morphs is, into yeah. something that it actually isn't. Right. Right. Happens all the time. It used to happen with the Decatur Celebration. You know, somebody would get into a fight in the carnival area. Oh, shocker. That was happening the entire 35 years of that event. Right. But then when you were able to, oh, uh, somebody's got it on their phone, share it out. It goes viral. More people want to see that than they want to see what band is playing. Right. But it's the same act that happened in 1987. Mm -hmm. And no one knew about it or cared. Yeah. But we don't. It's like we've all forgotten that. Oh, things are so bad now. I don't know. These things are so shared now. I don't think it's really all that different. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, a lot of the bad stuff happened without you ever knowing it happened. Right. So, interesting conversation with Juanita yesterday. And, and I realized that when 
you know, our guy was at Johns Hill or at Eisenhower. Our experience was probably different than some other people's experience. I mean, there's no doubt. Yep. You know, he's a smart kid and in and, and placement, AP classes, whatever, right. maybe not dealing with the same thing. But the, the, the truth of the matter is we were never fearful about him going to school. Right. We had to walk the same hallways, same lockers, same, you know, everything as everyone else. Yeah, there wasn't a documented sense of these these halls are not safe for the right, kids. Right, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Different experience for sure, but... And so some people will say, well, you know, you're just, you know, pie in the sky. I don't know, maybe, but those are the same people who tell me, why would you send your kid there? Right? I mean, I can't tell you how many times I had that conversation. It was like, it was okay, K through eight. But then when it came to high school, it was like, well, you're not, you know, where's he going to go? Eisenhower. So that perception has just been enhanced and enhanced and amplified and amplified to the point where it's hard to know what the truth is. We'll try to get to it about a half hour from now. We'll be back. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. Milliken was recently awarded a $125,000 grant from the Illinois Board of Higher Education. These funds will be used to provide academic and social emotional learning support for students most impacted by the pandemic especially black, Latino, low-income, first-generation, working-class, and rural students. Milliken intends to use the grant funds to expand its Excellence Developed Through Growth and Experience program. A new measure would let consumers buy Illinois-made craft beer and have it delivered directly to their homes. The bill would allow consumers to buy a limited number of cases each year. Since 2007, Illinois consumers have been able to buy wine for home delivery. The change in the law would be particularly welcome for craft brewers right now because local brewers are still recovering from the effects of the pandemic. For more content, visit NowDecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. There are speeches today about the war in Ukraine from President Biden in Poland in a few hours and Russian President Vladimir Putin claiming he's protecting Russians from the West and from Nazis. These are not new assertions from President Putin, but they're being delivered with extra vigor as he attempts to shore up support for his invasion days before its first anniversary. He's also promising extra help for the families of soldiers who died. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The Supreme Court hears cases today and tomorrow about the 1996 law protecting tech and social media companies from being sued over users' content. A California family who lost a daughter in a terrorist attack in Paris is suing Google and YouTube, claiming the companies knowingly permitted ISIS to post hundreds of radicalizing videos inciting violence and recommended ISIS videos to users. Another case focuses on whether Twitter may be sued for allegedly aiding terrorists. Fox's Kristen Goodwin. America's listening to Fox News. John, the price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days. Yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput. Even more so. We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it. Right. So because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we were able to send a factory trained tech out to her place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know, one way to fight inflation? Yep. Keep from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes, you got that right. This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! When you buy from us, you get the whole store. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today's going to be sunny with a high of 46. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, increasing clouds, low around 39. For Wednesday, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 64. Thursday, sunny and windy with temperatures falling to around 43 by 5 p.m. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 35 degrees. Your WSOI time, 633.
You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. You know, to give you some context about the past versus the present versus the future and all things remaining the same, they found a 2,000-year-old sex toy this week. See that? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, now, at the time, that would have been, you know, tucked in a drawer somewhere never to be seen or talked about, you know. Today, we find it 2,000 years later and everybody shares it on social media and it's in everybody's business. People don't really change that much. We just get a larger and larger audience. Uh, all right. Good morning and welcome. Uh, we will have uh, the superintendent of District 61 in the studios at the top of the hour, Dr. Rochelle Clark. Got a lot to cover uh, there. Uh, we'll check in with Mark Tupper uh, a little later today, Dale Coley. Dave Wentz going to stop by. There's a, a Starbucks uh, coming to, is it Forsyth? Yep. Is it I was looking at the zoning map thing, trying to figure out exactly where all. I can't keep track of the restaurant news. It, it, I mean, you got like new stuff coming, and then you got everybody else just trading spaces, swapping around. Is that what's going Musical on? Musical chairs. All right. Uh, anywho, time for ride and run. Each and every Tuesday morning, Kyle and Cole stop by to uh, talk about uh, their efforts to make a healthier uh, community. You know, it's important. You can remember in your life when there were not a lot of bike trails, uh, not a lot of embracing this kind of thing, right? I mean, I go to Hawaii and go, man, look at this. Like everywhere is a bike trail. Yeah. Come back here and it was like very little, you know, they get the very first. I mean, I remember when they they started in Fairview Park, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And they were going to go through the West End and everybody in the West End went, Oh my God, no. (laughs) I'm going to destroy property values. And now, uh, if you go to a listing on Brink Otter and you live on the bike trail, it's one of the very first things mentioned as a highlight and a feature. Yeah. Access to a bike trail. Yeah. Yeah. I was working at a bike shop back then whenever it built and it like it was like a switch went on like immediately people had a place to go ride without traffic and yeah. explore and like it, it immediately got busy i so. remember seeing a plan for the state of illinois and this has got to be 30 years ago where you could basically get on a bike trail anywhere in the state and go anywhere in the state of illinois I mean, it was all going to be interconnected, built, you know, independently and individually by cities and counties. But there was a grand plan of having one sort of from here to Bloomington and from here to Springfield on protected uh, bike lanes and stuff. So I don't know where that plan went. Well, you know, I don't I don't either. We we had to wait a long time just to get to Forsyth. (laughs) But we're there. Uh, And I I, I feel like that's going to keep moving. Right. I I mean, there's more people that are doing this today than there ever have been. And and that's a great thing. Uh, I think the park district sees the use and sees how many people use it in the conservation district and stuff, too. So, I I, I mean, people have been great about getting out and actually using it and, and being nice to it and treating it good and. Uh, so yeah, it's been awesome. So yeah. it, it, and, and for running and, and indoor biking, oh, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that people just, you know, we don't live in a big city, you know, we're not on the streets, you, you, you know, with traffic and people are uncomfortable with that. I'm sure you guys aren't because you've been doing this for a very long time, but most people, particularly people that are just starting out, maybe don't feel comfortable going out on a county highway. Yeah. It's, it's a, a Something to get used to. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's a, a, you know, a level of trust. Um, and, you know, you just have to protect yourself and, and be cognizant of your surroundings. And, and it's just kind of a metaphor for everything we do yeah. in life. I mean, it's really no different, but, but, but man, I don't know. I, it feels like for the first time in a long time, counting on the kindness of strangers doesn't seem up on my priority list. Um, and there's nothing worse than the guy that wants to get right next to you, even though there's no other traffic coming, right? Yeah. There, those people exist. You just got to be careful out yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, and you are pretty vulnerable on a, you know, bicycle whenever someone's in a vehicle. Um, but even running last night, like the, the stop sign, the car should stop, but you still like have to hold up just to make sure that everybody sees each other and everybody's cool. So but the good news is you guys have accessories now at the wazoo. 25 years ago, yeah. you're out at night and you're, 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 you're an invisible target, right? I mean, now you can light up everything. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good segue. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so I he was, does this. I can see Fairview Park from my kitchen window, and the other day it was pitch black when I woke up, and there was this light that was just running. It appeared to be running through Fairview, and it was very odd, but it, you know, it was, it was a runner, you yeah. know, and they had their light on, and they had a tail light, and 
I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, they have some cool vest things that go on and flash all disco-y and everything. So, yeah. and yeah. even the clothing, you know, has all yeah. the stuff built into it now. That's you know, even shoes. Like the new Hoka has a big reflective thing on the back of it and everything too. So, yeah, it's cool stuff. All right, let's talk a little bit about this weather. Uh, okay. uh, you know, I'm just hoping that this is an anomaly, meaning we don't have the other shoe drop. You know, in oh, March, second winter. Uh, yes, <laughs> you, you were calling it. I think in your email last night, a fool's winter yeah. or a fool's spring. That's I should. Where we're at right now. Is that? <laughs> but it's been so. great though, right? It's been fantastic. Yeah, I was, and you know, it kind of hit me yesterday. As, you know, as I'm grilling dinner outside, you know, it's February. <laughs> this is yeah. You get smells in your neighborhood you don't normally get in February. Yeah, People I mean, are out with the fire pit and the Sunday, grill. Sunday evening, you know, I was taking trash out and a t-shirt, and I could smell somebody's campfire. Yeah. Like, this is great. And there's no <laughs> bugs, and you know, it's not a thousand degrees. And it's like this is. I'll take Fool's Spring for a little while longer. So what's what's the traffic like differently in the store because of this? Because people are getting itchy, you know, they they can taste spring. I mean, they're ready for it. So it's funny because you know the 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 diehards, you know, that first day where it's not below freezing, you know, we're riding. It's just when, you know, it's just a matter of when. So uh, so that's that's kind of the norm. But then you get like that second and third consecutive 50 degree weekend in February and you start to get the, the other riders through peer pressure. You know, they see our outdoor rides on, you know, whether it be social media or Strava or, you know, uh, it's just it's like, OK, well, I should probably get out, too. And then, you know, we've got another great weekend coming up. All right. Now, Nick, uh, Cole has broken down uh, the next couple of uh, months for us into, into distinct categories. You know, there's winter and we're at, in the fool's spring right now, uh, followed by the second winter, the spring of deception, the third winter, the mud season, the actual spring, summer, false fall, second summer, and then actual fall is what we have to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. So I'm focused on the front part of that uh, list. Uh <laughs> And I feel like we're in full spring only because I haven't seen second winter yet unless I missed it. But I feel like it's, you know, we're going to get some 50 degree. Like, how many consecutive 50 degree weekends can we possibly have? Uh, let's hope for a lot. All of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, business would really like it. But yeah, we'll see. All right. Just like anything else, though, uh, you don't want to get out and particularly for like long rides, uh, whether it's bike trails or, or out in the county doing whatever it might be without getting a tune up and making sure your bike's safe. It's just it's the same thing you do with your car, changing the oil and putting, you know, air in the tires. Yeah. You know, you don't go on a trip. Yeah. Without making sure the car is ready to go. Well, just imagine parking your car for six months yeah. and then getting ready to go take a trip. Like, eh. Probably should check, check the tires, maybe check the oil, check a few things. But, uh, but yeah, um, you know, whether you got the bike from us or not, whether you got it on a deal, you maybe got it on Facebook Marketplace and it's exactly what you wanted, you know, bring it to us. We'll look it over for you and give it a stamp of approval. So, you know, you can take advantage of some of these nice weekends without, uh, um, you know, getting a silly mechanical issue. So again, you know, I'm pretty close to Fairview Park. I see a lot of bicycles in the back of trucks and then, you know, there's a lot of bikes out there right now. So. People are taking advantage of it. All right, and you did point out, uh, which I think is 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 worth pointing out, that maybe the people that are out there driving in cars aren't used to seeing you know as many bikes out this time of year. Just be careful. You, three feet is the law. I mean, what, I, I, I don't think I knew that. What, what does that mean? So uh, you're supposed to give us three, you know, cyclists three feet, um, you know, so it's not uh, um, it, while you're passing, um, you know. And it's funny. There's some memes out there. You know, it's like. Uh, I'm a cyclist. If I'm passing, if I'm in a car and I'm passing cyclist, I'm in the other lane. If yeah. I don't have room to get into the other lane, I'm not passing them. So, uh, but yeah, three feet is the rule. Um, again, some of us are a lot more comfortable riding in traffic than others. Um, you know, it doesn't really bother us. You know, like we can tell if somebody's coming up pretty fast or if it's going to be, you know, pretty close. But, uh, but generally, you know, we like to, we like at least three feet and it's just common courtesy. Uh, all right. I was reading a, an article yesterday about what's coming very soon to automobiles. And, and one of the things, if you've, if you've had a high end vehicle the last couple of years, your rear view mirror isn't a rear view mirror. It's a camera. Yeah. Uh, and they say that is coming to the side mirrors. I mean, very, very soon because it just makes sense. They can give you a wider depth of field. You, you know, gone will be the days where you got to do that little adjuster to try to get that little Mirror, you know, where you can see everything. Uh, what's coming next for like in, in the bike safety technology world? I mean, we've already come a long, long way, but wouldn't it be very helpful if you could see all behind you? 
Yeah, yeah, I could see that coming. I mean, the size of the, our computers, our cycling computers we have on our bicycles, um, and I'm, there's actually been some uh, some progression in, you know, like our glasses, our sunglasses that we wear. With uh, it's almost like a fighter pilot where it projects a screen and you can see your data. So instead of looking at your your cycling computer on your bike, it's actually projected on the inside of the lens of your uh, glasses. Sure. So. I could see something like that, you know, that's and, coming and along. It will be democratic, too, because the prices will come down and everyone sure. will be able to afford it. I mean, I remember when people used to put those little mirrors, like, on their head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they, it still happens. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we look forward to it. Let's take a break. We get back here. Uh, Kyle will join the discussion. He's got a printed out piece of paper right in front of him. But he, it was blank about the Frosty 50. I, I, I need to know. We're, he's he's got to shake the paper like that, though. Well, that's when you actually know it's, it's like actual paper. Yeah, um, yeah. We have this competition going on with Bloomington and their fleet feet up there, and we'll give you the uh, update on who's winning and uh, what we need to do to kick it into gear. We'll be back after the break. Stay tuned. BC Bank, leading the way to your financial wellness. No matter where your financial journey begins, Pathways Banking Options at BC are designed with your goals in mind. BC Bank, building strong financial futures, one family, one street, one city at a time. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. What's the playlist today? Energy Booster Rock. I wonder what these guys would have thought about being on a list called Energy Booster all those years later. Good morning and welcome. We are back here with uh, Ride and Run, Kyle and Cole in studios with us here today. All right, the Frosty 50 is uh, on until when? Uh, the end of the month. Okay, so we're uh, really up getting and, there. Yeah, uh, everybody signed up that can join right now. We have about 80 people for each team, so it's really close how many people signed up. Right now, Decatur's leading by like 100 miles, 150 miles. Okay, it's, give me some context for that. Is, yeah, so is that, we're three weeks in. It's 3,100 miles for Decatur. And like, uh, so that's close. Yeah, yeah. But I can't believe 3,000 miles between 80 people. That's crazy. What is the math there? A lot. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I, the, I, uh, I would have done that for you ahead of time, but my Frosty 50 section is blank. I didn't know I was going to have to do math. It's like 40, a, per, a little less than 40 a person. 40 miles per person. Okay, that's, you know, for the first, you know, two and a half, wow, weeks, yeah, that's, that's pretty incredible. And uh, I'm only doing six, so somebody's filling in the gap quite a bit. You so put in all of six miles. They're pulling you. A week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Finish strong, though. Yeah. What's the winner get? Bragging rights. Bragging rights. Is yeah, there a, traveling a traveling trophy? trophy. Yeah, and then we're doing a post party. Uh, so yeah, it should be good. I'll meet some other people that are logging a bunch of. Mi- I mean, it's crazy. Like people are doing fifty miles a week and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Well, it's been the weather's been great. Yeah. So whenever this started last year, uh, the, there was a lot of snow days that people were out running in and stuff, and a lot of treadmill miles. So uh, we've been able to get out a lot. I'd be curious looking at this year's mileage compared to last year's mileage, see how much more people are doing. So yeah, it's awesome. All right. Let me ask you about the new Hoka Clifton. Uh, this is a staple. If you've been in the Hoka family, uh, the Clifton was one of the, you know, yeah. original. Yeah. The uh, Bondi, the Clifton. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's the difference? 
It's so lure me in. This is your chance to earn some commission. <laughs> yeah. uh, why do I need a new Clifton? So we were uh, lucky enough. We had a Hoka demo last night and the rep came and brought the brand new Clifton. Like nobody had worn them yet. They were like brand new shoes that uh, had a lot of people go run in them. And I actually went for a run too. Uh, so the new Clifton is uh, three millimeters uh, more foam underneath your foot. So it's a little softer and it's actually lighter than the old Clifton, even though it's uh, has more, more rubber underneath. Uh, it's a little bit different foam the way it feels. It's really soft. The old one had like kind of a, a narrow channel in it and it hit a lot of people weird in their arch. Uh, this new one's a little wider and fits a lot, lot better now. Uh, a little bit more plush on the upper too. So it's a great updated, really nice soft shoe. Uh, and still pretty light. So it, it's pretty amazing. Uh, so we got like bright orange men's in and bright pink women's in right now. And, uh, that's the one that they're marketing with the colors. And uh, yeah, they've, uh, people are buying them already. So it's great. All right. What's the price point on those? 145. So they went up $5. All right. Well, that's not bad with all the advancements in technology and changes to the model. I'll do that for five bucks. Yeah. Overall, our industry with the price increases that everybody else has seen is not, I mean, it's been five to $10 for shoes. So it's not been horrible. Uh, but um, yeah, it's a it's a great update and it's going to do really really well. The old one was okay, but we really like this one. So. All right, the On Cloud Go. Which which model is that? So it was a brand new shoe about a year ago. Um, they closed off some of the bottom channels on it so you don't get rocks stuck in it like some of the other on shoes. Uh, and it is a nice neutral, uh, just c- very comfortable shoe. It's turned into like we have this really, this cute women's white pair. It's uh, turned into a really nice workout run shoe. Uh, so they updated the women's color in the cloud go, which is white on the top with like a fluorescent yellow on the midsole. And big news for the cloud go is it's coming in wides now. So, uh, that's that on has not done a lot of wide shoes in the past. You know, last week you mentioned Fleet Feet doing like five million scans. Uh, throughout the channel. One thing that it's really opened our eyes to is how many people need widths in shoes. So we're doing a little bit better job of carrying wides in, in the store. It's still, we focus on our most popular models in wides, uh, so it's not the fringe stuff, and then they don't make some of that in the wides. Wait, but is it, I mean, do you, do you get to work with the mothership in regard to that at all? I mean, like, as far as maybe you don't have it in stock, but you can get it for people? Yeah, you know, we, we, uh, pull people up on the Fleet Feet website whenever we don't have a particular color, or, uh, if it's somebody looking for a 4E or something a little different than we don't normally carry. And see what's available on the website. We can have stuff sent to them. I mean, quick. I just think retail is so different today, you know, than even 10 years ago, meaning yes. that it, for you to sit on a bunch of inventory that people may, you may not have that audience to buy all that. You can still turn around and get it in a couple of days, have it for them. And I mean, it's pretty convenient to do without having the small business owner have to, I mean, I, mean, I think about like pro shops, you go to a golf uh, uh, club now and look at a pro shop today versus what a pro shop looked like 20 years ago when it was stuffed to the gills with merchandise because yeah. the world's just a different place. Yeah. Omni-channel. So you can yeah. get it in all different places. So, you know, it used to, obviously it's better for us and we try to sell something in the store. That's the, and we carry great product and we, we pick the most popular items. We don't have all the little fringe stuff sometimes. We pick what, what does really well in the channel of the different brands. Uh, but yeah, if you need a certain color or something like that, it used to be we'd fill out a special order tag. It would go set on the special to order hook. Uh, it would hopefully get looked at once a week by me. And then by the time I get around to actually ordering from the company, then they'd be out of that color or the size was out of stock or something like that. So then we had to follow it up with a phone call. So now we just go to the Fleet Feet uh, website. It pulls from the closest Fleet Feet that has that actual shoe. Uh, and it goes directly to your house and it shows up in, you know, usually like less than three days or so. Uh, and we get a little bit of credit for it. It's not as good as buying it in the store, but it's still. Yeah, but you gotta have that so hybrid much. for your customer base. I mean, Man, if and, they need it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how fast it shows. It's a really good experience for the customer. And then I don't have to mess around with, uh, special orders and, and calling people and following up and they don't come pick up their shoe and that type of stuff too. So it's been, it's been good. All right. You guys both have an open house on the 24th and 25th of March. Yeah. We're lining and that stuff up uh we have i think almost all of our reps are coming uh to do demos on friday night and then uh, we're doing a pub run that night to a couple breweries and then uh the next morning we're doing a hangover run we'll we'll have some specials in the store and stuff like that so yeah it'll be really busy all right cole what are you guys planning about the same honestly uh we don't have that many different uh suppliers uh usually what we do is and we've got you know one one rep that covers multiple lines uh but uh but yeah there's going to be some professionals in the store um you know we're going to be open different 
different hours and uh you know open house come check us out yeah, um, it'll be good and then uh it's uh spike season going on so uh, track season's kicking off really soon we have a bunch of shipments of spikes that just showed up we got some brand new new balance that just showed up yesterday so come see us for that and then trainers like great lightweight shoes to do a lot of running in and, and training in is, is great all right so guys we offer that we'll see you next week we appreciate it have a great one Thank here's you. nick smith with your news channel 20 storm team forecast back with more right after this Today's going to be sunny with a high of 46. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, increasing clouds, low around 39. For Wednesday, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 64. Thursday, sunny and windy with temperatures falling to around 43 by 5 p.m. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is just 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is 653. Hi, this is Colleen Brinkotter with Brinkotter Realtors. Are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Give me a call. Colleen, 217-433-9068. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, moving up or downsizing or relocating, from the staging, marketing, to negotiating, to close. With over 25 years of experience, I can assist with making this a stress-free adventure. Call me, Colleen, 217-433-9068. I would love the opportunity to list your home to get it sold for you or find you a house to make your new home. As the familiar tune fills the air, joy radiates along with the heat of flickering flames. You make a wish for another year surrounded by the ones you love. With each passing year, the compassionate team at Prairie Cardiovascular will be by your side with heart care that allows you to focus on what matters most. A life well lived. Prairie Cardiovascular, here with you. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Club. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at Caddyshack, add a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine-hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize purse. Get all the details at uwdecatur.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open, courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the country financial agency of Ludwig & Young, the law office of Andrew S. Erickson, Blake of Palooza LLC, and Newhoff media. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDigital.com. Sorry, I cut the voice off there. Coming up at the uh, top of the hour, uh, Dr. Rochelle Clark will be in from DPS 61. I appreciate her reaching out, and uh, we'll have a, uh, a frank conversation about the state of the state when it comes to DPS. And a little later today, Mark Topper will be sitting in. We'll uh, visit with Dale Coley. Uh, Natalie will be in from the Community Foundation. And Dave Went. That's a lot. Uh, you know, if you go to Seattle, you, you can't, like, throw a rock without hitting a Starbucks. Right. And it used to be even way worse. But yeah. yeah I mean, but, I mean, when it originally went, I mean, you yeah. could literally go out and count four in your eyesight. Absolutely. Yeah, you stand on one corner. It never made any sense to me. <laughs> People wanted that coffee nonstop. And and I get back then they didn't have the home access to stuff that we do now, right? Yeah. I mean, it's improved all the way around. But mm-hmm. I'll never forget, uh, uh, you know, with Marquis and, and, and I had this conversation with Dave Cooper when I think the Starbucks was coming to the Target location. Yep. Like, all right, what does that mean for your business? You know, mm-hmm. and and he had that great way of delivering lines, and it was all very theatrical. And, <laughs> He's you know, the like, best. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I always like he. If like Jay Peterman, Elaine's boss on Seinfeld, had like a heart, and you know, was a real character, it would have been mm-hmm. Dave. He's like, what's good for coffee is good for coffee. <laughs> More coffee, the better. Like, okay, that's a good way of looking at it. Right. So now Forsyth's very excited. Yeah. Because they're getting a a Starbucks. That would make what four now? No, there's one in Milliken, one in Kroger, is, one, is in one in Target. In Milliken? Yeah, in the University Commons. Where is that? Right, right inside the front door to the right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Commons. that's right. So that's, that's right. So that's one. Two. Yeah, and there's so this Kroger, third. Mount Zion, Milliken, Target, outside, Target, inside, and that would make five. Okay. I'll stick with my marking. Yeah. Oh yeah. 40 years of that. Mm-hmm. 
but they're very excited, so I'm excited for them. We'll get into that a little bit later in the program. We've got, man, you know, there's so much, this AI arms race. I'm reading this Time Magazine article about um, that. Chick-fil-A uh, is going woke. When I use the word woke, I use it as, as just a... They're closed on Sunday. No, I know, but they're, they're going to have a plant-based sandwich and people are losing their minds. I don't know what it is about these people who don't understand the way our eating habits and consumptions globally are changing. Mm-hmm. And, and there are more flexitarians today than ever in the history. They're not going full vegan, but they're looking for different, healthier options. And if you're in a restaurant business, you're going to want to have that option for people. No one's trying to take your cow from you. Stop with the nonsense on every single thing. That's my point is if they're doing this, there's a demand. We'll be back after the top of the hour news. Don't go anywhere. We're everywhere you are. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. In recognition of National Canned Food Month, HSHS Home Care Illinois is holding their annual Cram the Car Food Drive. Community members are invited to cram a home care car by donating non-perishable items next Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. A Home Care Illinois-branded car will be parked on the HSHS St. Mary's campus by the colleague entrance and receiving area on the north side of the hospital. Some items they're looking for are boxed meals, pancake mix and syrup, pasta sauce, cereal, and low-salt canned veggies. You're running out of time to register for the Chamber of Commerce Chamber Awards, highlighting Small Business of the Year, Nonprofit of the Year, and Entrepreneur of the Year, among others. The event is March 1st from 5 to 7. Tickets are $40 a person. Dinner. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.